Craft Beer Radio, episode 465, on May 26, 2018. And welcome to Craft Beer Radio, where we've made up our mind. As you might have been able to tell by the runner in the uh, in the titles of Jeff's been running. We're drinking more beers yeah. again. Uh, oh, man, it doesn't even get to the thing. Yeah. Okay, oh, wow. Not a great lead-in song, and that was like the radio mix. Yeah. <laughs> the album mix, which I think has a better beginning. Just goes on forever. Yeah, Shane did that that song karaoke and oh yeah yeah yeah. So like after you took a nap before it was time to sing. <laughs> All right, you went to New York City. I did New York City, New York City, and you bought beer. I got a good haul of some interesting stuff and very very fresh stuff. Lots of IPAs, lots of hazies. Not everything is hazies and IPAs, but I wanted to get stuff that was super duper fresh, and I found it in the East Village. Yes. So normally I would like take these non-IPAs and use them to buffer the IPAs, but really I don't think we can put the Keller beer in the middle. I think we need to get that while we're nice and You think so? It might be very light, deep. Okay. I mean, I just don't want to, I don't want the the hops to, to steamroll it and... All right, so a Keller beer is is a, is a German lager that is not filtered or pasteurized or anything like that. So it's kind of a hazy lager, <laughs> <laughs> but it's an old style. This is from Jack Savvy. Yep, this is called their Franconian Craft, uh, Craft with a K. It's thirty five IBU, four point eight percent alcohol by volume, unfiltered and unpasteurized. Uh, hopped with perlay. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, it it's has... decoction mash, so it should be a little bit like more malty than you might expect. Cause... A little more bready. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a, a fullness to it. So it has a haze to it, but I mean, in in the old, <laughs> the old description of haze. Yeah. <laughs> has just kind of a, a nice... Um, like protein haze through it, and it's, it's got an kind of, amberish color. Yeah, it has a darker color to it. Have you seen those commercials for uh, Budweiser putting out a red lager this summer? No, no, it's made by veterans for veterans, that oh. kind of thing. Um, and why would they make a I'll, red lager? I don't know. I'll be damned. <laughs> I'll be damned. It looks good. <laughs> like, like the commercial, like, I'm gonna have to try that. Mm. I don't know. The advertising, what I guess so. Uh, they also say this is open fermented. Okay. So, but that doesn't necessarily mean you should expect like sours or anything to come into no. it. It just means that the you might get some more rustic things coming out of it. Well, it's uh, yeast behave differently. Yeah. When they're in a unit tank or when they're an open fermented uh, vessel, the open the room that the open fermented vessels are in are clean. Mm-hmm. They're usually positive pressure, right? So. There's pressure blowing out the doorways and stuff, when, you know, so it just keeps keeps the bugs, the critters, and the unwanted yeasties yes. out of the fermenter. But it, but it, the, the the process, instead of being captured all inside a steel vessel, gases are allowed to come out and things like that. Yeah. So yeah, very changes the yeast, makes the yeast uh, a little more 
sometimes pronounced. I was telling Shane how Budweiser, you mentioned Budweiser, Budweiser, especially after we went there and had did that yeast experiment with them, Budweiser is really, the flavor is all yeast. I mean, almost mm-hmm. all of the flavor that's there comes from the yeast. Yeah. So it's... And somewhat surprising when you hear that because you don't taste the rice, you don't taste the what barley is there, even though it's good quality barley. Mm-hmm. You don't really taste the hops unless it's right out of the fermenter. Yeah. Uh, but the yeast you taste, mm-hmm. right? The aroma. It has it has a multi aroma, but the the hops are also apparent on here. This one's pretty fresh, right? This one yeah. is. I think so. Yeah. Can on four twenty five. Yeah, so so pretty fresh. So it's not like hoppy like an IPA hoppy, but they're the perlay. You know, they're continental hops, so they're gonna be a little bit, bit spicy, almost a little bit like um, zots, especially in the late taste. Mm-hmm. Get a little more spicy, a little more dry, kind of like a zots. I would say at least how it's coming across in this beer. And um, time to go onto the flavor. Yeah, the mm. decoction malt gives it a nice multi, or decoction mashing gives the body a nice fullness to it. It almost comes across like a Vienna lager, yeah. As opposed to when I think of Keller beer, I think more of a Pils or something like that. Um, that's probably because Penn Brewing makes a Keller beer, yeah. beer, and their Keller beer Keller beer is not as malty. So that's kind of where my reference point is. Um. May not be fully accurate. Right. That's that's where I'm coming from. Um, this is this is apparently part of their Keller beer series. So they have other Keller beers. Oh, okay. So uh, they're going through like various different ways of making Keller beer. That's that's neat. That is neat. <laughs> that's neat. You know, taking the. Um... So is this the land beer? Is that the version of this? It says land beer up here. Is that just? Part of their normal label. I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, I mean, that's the only. If it's part of a series, really, that's the only thing that's identified. It's from the region of Franconia in Bavaria, so it's a Bavarian. Oh, Franconian Craft is the the brand. Okay, the yeah, the brand yeah. of of Keller beer. Okay, gotcha. They also have Private Rye, a Keller beer. Heavy Trommel is another Keller beer. Dink, Dinkle Herb. Okay. This is interesting because it, it is fairly hoppy mm-hmm. for a German lager. It's not quite as malty as an Oktoberfest. Right, yeah. But it has like a it's just rustic like Italian bread, like yeah. uh, wheat, mm-hmm. wheat, wheat, wheated Italian bread quality to yeah. it. No, this is good. This is enjoyable. It. Yeah. It's, it's nice to dig into, sit down with. I am glad we had it first. I didn't want to, I wanted to make sure that I didn't have like lingering dirties <laughs> boy. You know what I would compare this to? Maybe like grape nuts. Okay. Yeah. Go there. This is the Franconian craft from Jack Zappy. Yeah, I'm glad there's some left in here because I think we might want to use this as a palate cleanser, like <laughs> halfway in between. Sure, sure. All right, where do you want to head to next? Oh, boy. 
Yeah, let's do the single cut. Let's right. see. Let's see if single cut can... Jeff was... Uh, when he looked at single cut, he said, mm, haven't had many good single cuts. So... Yeah, I've had a few few bad experiences with them. So if I see them in the local market, I generally consider them a pass. But since our workers are going home, uh, which is, I believe, based on a Weezer song. Uh, my name is Jonas. Okay. The workers are going home. Uh, this is a double dry hop IPA. 8% alcohol by volume. This was... Canned on May 8th. It is May 26th. This should be nice and super fresh. Alright, so this thing pours like your normal hazy. There's no head left after a quick pour. It is murky. It is milky. They say, according to... Not much I can get on their website, but according to Untapped, I get a description that says... Their most international double IPA at hop with New Age Euro as well as Aussie and Pacific Northwest varieties. So they went hop crazy on this guy and then they double dry hopped it. Okay. So the aroma. It's got the whiteness that I like to see in my nor- in yeah. my Northeast IPAs. Yes, it does. Yeah, the aroma is um you can tell there's like Pacific Northwest like dry hopping in there. Because that's kind of the one of the things that stands out in the aroma is almost a little bit of that phase two Simcoe Chinook or Tomahawk, something along those lines. Yeah. Yeah, there's a little dankness there going on. It also also carries that kind of hazy aroma where it's, you know, softer kind of um, creamsicle orange juice, orange type thing. They say <laughs> drinks like a much more sessionable brew. <laughs> it's eight percent. Big orange flavor, almost uh, orange juicy. Actually, mm. bitter orange juice. Mm-hmm. This is one of those uh, Northeast New England IPAs that that is playing up the bitterness, which is it is a a thing that we've started to see. Right? I mean, people are starting to go. Outside of the outside of a very tiny box in mm-hmm. terms of Northeast IPAs, and um, I still haven't figured out whether I'm calling them Northeast and New England IPAs. <laughs> I think I've I, th- I think I've fa- fallen into Northeast just because that's the most the quickest thing that comes to my um, mind, mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily going to be what the name of the style is going to be. But I think of like a Northwest mm-hmm. IPA and the West Coast sure. IPA. So it's more like a region than a, you know, New England is a region. I don't know. It, it's it's all terrible. Yeah. All terrible. You say any IPA, then you can be ambiguous about it. Uh, or we can just, we can call them hazies quite a bit. So, <laughs> But the thing is, but we've talked about this. We talked about this last time. Oh, yeah. The, the yeah. hazy versus Northeast or New England differences, I think, uh, well, I'm talking about H A Z I E as opposed to H A Z Y. H A Z H A Z I E. Yeah, the hazies. <laughs> like you so hazy. <laughs> exactly. Those are the good ones. And H A Z Y are the wannabes. Well, how are you going to get that across in audio? They'll figure it out. <laughs> okay.
Yeah, so the most notable thing in this one is how juicy it is. Mm-hmm. It, it that's you know different from from many of their ilk. It's it's good drinking. It's so it's kind of a play between the fruit juice IPAs and a hazy. Yeah, um, yeah. So it gives you that kind of it and the, the the New England style makes it, it. This is this is not the most bitter New England style that I've had. I mean. Uh, even though it has, you know, a, a, a melange of those Pacific Northwest hops, it also has those Aussie hops, right? It also has yeah. the, all, all the... Yeah. Experimentals, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think this one's really that apparently bitter, at least after the first couple of sips. And the first couple of sips, the, it was more of like how grapefruit juice can be bitter and sour, mm-hmm. right? It was more of an acidity to yes. me yeah. than, than a bitterness. And I'm getting, you know, after I acclimated it, you know, if if I was drinking this blind, I would think there was definitely juice added to this. I mean, there's nothing on the label about juice being added, but it's so juicy. It is very, very juicy, and maybe that's part of like. Well, know. they they did double dry hop, and and the interesting thing is that the la- last uh, week we had a a beer that was super dry hopped, right? Mm-hmm. But it was really like sticky and had those yeah, um, had that kind of fresh hop thing. This this is still very fresh beer, mm-hmm. uh, but the dry hop is is giving it something different. Yeah, yeah. The the dry hop, instead of sitting on top of the beer, like that last one where it tasted like hop pellets, mm-hmm. this one has integrated into the beer better. It might be what's giving it the juiciness. I, I never really see like double dry hopping as giving it kind of a fruit juice flavor, though. It usually yeah. gives you more floral and aromatic type, um, more botanical type character and things like that as opposed to juice character. This is a lot brighter than I expected it to be when I was looking at the description, and I'm pretty happy with it. It's it's, it's a lot better than the last couple of single cuts I've had. <laughs> it's not uh, super dank, but it has a little bit of dankness. I think it's one of those ones that is kind of a crossover. If you really mm-hmm. dislike North Northeast IPAs because you haven't you don't you, you want the dank stuff, this is a bridge. Yeah. I dig this one. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it, it it vastly outperforms some of the other ones I've had lately. And I might give them a try the next time I see them in the local market. One of the reasons that we picked out these beers for the show is because these are all the freshest ones I could get. So I wanted to, mm-hmm. to try them as fresh as possible. So these are all like first, second week of May. Let's go with the one with the fancy label here. It looks like... Mario Castle Blocks or something like that. Not really fancy so much as minimalist. <laughs> yes. Finback, which has a humpback whale on it. This is their IPA. Yes, and this is uh, not a hazy. Uh, this is a regular IPA that is brewed with... I think I saw... I think I said before it was Chinook and... Uh, um, you sure it's not a hazy? Well, it, it's pouring hazy on Jeff. The the pictures that I'm seeing on like Untapped are not that hazy, but one was actually actually kind of clear. But okay. Oops. Like like look at that. That that does not necessarily look like a different beer. Well, first off, that's like a dirty glass. <laughs> True, but that looks like a different beer than this one. Yes. Okay. 
I was trying to blend, pour a little bit in your glass and a little bit in my glass, and I went a little bit. We drank, it's almost the whole pounder, so sorry about that. So, uh, Finback, like I said, this one, I wonder what happened to my, to, to my stuff that I had on Finback here. I thought I had it open. Here we go. Uh, 7.2% knockaway volume, 112 IBU. Uh, filled with Chinook and Columbus hops. Smell it. It smells like Chinook and Columbus hops. It's a little, little viney, a little oniony, a little, it's, it's kind of, uh, maybe even a little catty. <laughs> so it, it's a different smell than I, than, than I've had recently. Yeah. So it's hard. But there's, to... there's. I just took another sniff and I smelled something that was kind of lavendery or something. Yeah, like that's that. that's sort of what I smelled. A little, little, I don't know if flowery is the right term, but there's it didn't smell super like incredible and incredidank. Tastes like peanut butter. Doesn't yeah. it? Yes. More, more, maybe like cashew butter, maybe. Okay. Um, <laughs> like powdered peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to find the hops here. The first sip I took, I tasted. It was the inside of a Reese's peanut. It was like the peanut butter out of a Reese's cup. That was my first taste. This is five May something. Why does my beer taste like peanut butter? What? Where are the hops? Right? I mean, like, where's this super dank hop I'm looking for? Where's where's any hops? It's in the aroma. Okay, latent. I'm starting to get, like, a little bit of bitterness coming through mm-hmm. at the end, but I'm not getting... Not flavor-wise. Yeah, I'm getting a really kind of weird peanut buttery, powdered peanut butter malt. Mm-hmm. I mean, the kind of, the hops are coming across kind of in a hazy kind of way. You know, like, not not the ones like we've had recently. It isn't smooth like a hazy, right? It, it, it feels a little... It has a smoothness to it. It's, I mean, it's not, like, the best. It's not the crown jewel, but I think it's on the... Okay, so, so more along the hazy than northeast. Uh, well, I... I'm... Again, we I kind of disagree with your taxonomy, yeah. but I'll try to use it. No, I would say that you know this has a little bit of General Braddock in it. This has a little bit of, um, you know, like some of those ones that are just kind of soft and you know not really okay. bringing big fruit. Well, some of this could be coming from the cinnamon cut, which which was big and hoppy, and there was a lot of stuff yeah. going on there. And and my mouth is starting to acclimate a bit to this a bit more. Um. I'm really not getting a lot of what I expected. Uh, Chinook and Columbus, you know, Columbus, I mean, is a general bittering hop, but but Chinook gives me pine. Pine is the mm-hmm. thing that I most expect to get from Chinook. Yeah, I'm pine not getting, I'm definitely not getting what I expected. I smelled what I expected. I smelled Columbus. Mm-hmm. I smelled something that was like catty, almost catty, almost... Um, oniony things like that in the flavor 
I wish I could figure out where the peanut butter was coming from. It's not, it's not like it's a hint of peanut butter. It's like the most noticeable thing. It, it really is there. Um, especially if, if you're primed by thinking peanut butter to, uh-huh. to, to notice it. Black star, green needle. <laughs> I guess. Um, I, it, it's then eclipsed. As my mouth is getting used to it, that that taste is then eclipsed by by hot bitterness at the end. The mm-hmm. bitterness is, is starting to really come through, and it is pretty bitter. Uh, it lingers, mm-hmm. not in as bad a way as other bitters have lingered before. It, it it's not. It doesn't feel like it's cutting my tongue. Right? It doesn't feel yeah. like Ugh. I feel a weight. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does. It does linger on. You're like, okay, yeah, this, this deer is making itself noted. Known and noticeable. That's weird. But it, so, but it's there, all in the like, end. Well, also, in the end, it's not just the bitterness. There's like a alpha acid acidity or something sitting on your yeah, tongue. Yeah, I think yeah, I think. You're and right. it's the way my the back of my tongue feels now. Yeah, this is gonna be a first, but it's it's almost like gastric acid, like like almost like reflux or something like that. The way I feel the burning on the back of my tongue, like. Just a little bit of Ew. Like, yeah, I mean, instead of like, you know, 100%, this is, you know, 10, 15%, you know, so it's mild, but it's like the same kind of burn. That's when, it, oh, I hate when that happens, you get a little like, yeah. look, it comes up back up, and you're like, ooh, and I need to get some milk or something to, to, yeah. to counter. No, but it's just, it's the way the hop acids are kind of digging into the flesh in the back of my mouth. It reminded me of hmm. of that. It's not a good thing to be reminded of. Yeah, I mean... It... I mean, I guess you get used to it and start to enjoy it, but in the, the first time you try <laughs> yeah. it, it's like... No. Yeah, no, I don't, think, I don't <laughs> think you want to enjoy it. It's... And it's 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 mild, right? So it's not like... It's not like it tastes like vomit, right? It's, right, yeah. It's so mild. But it's also a sensation that I'm not used to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's It's different. So yeah, peanut butter and reflux. <laughs> Buy this beer. That'll be the the. I just imagined a poster <laughs> for the beer with a bunch of quotes and Jeff Bear Crafty Radio peanut butter and reflux. <laughs> but it's hazy, so I love it. <laughs> it's um, it's okay, but. Yeah, I, I, generally it's not it's not gross. It's fine. It just has these weird things in it. Mm-hmm. These weird inflection points. It's not what I would point to when I would say, "Oh yeah, this is this is a Northeast IPA. This is what you want to try." Like the same kind, I would say, "Yeah, I mean, it it's not quite it it's not quite in the area that you know that I that I love, but it's it's an that I could recommend that as saying, you know, it, it's it's a lot like other Northeast IPAs mm-hmm. in, in a lot of ways. This does not." This is just like this is a hazy Pacific West IPA with a lot of burn to it. Yeah, it's a weird one. It's fresh. I mean, we know we're getting what they wanted. Yeah, I, I would have to say so. And we finished it, or Jeff did, and I'm about to. 
Yeah, I mean, so maybe I'm I'm picking nits. I think that the peanut butter thing was almost interesting, just very confusing. Yes, yeah. Very confusing. Like, how did that get in there, and why does it taste just like peanut butter power? Um, that reflux thing was just a minor observation. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm getting this, like, burn in the back of my tongue. Oh, really? It's like, it was a lot like that, um, the double hopping we talked about before, yeah. where you get the the spiciness but the spiciness was in the back of your throat as opposed to being in your mouth yeah and that Maybe i think what, what equated yeah. but yeah it was a sensation that you don't get like for a moment i'm like am i drinking cleanser you know like <laughs> what, like is there like... oh this is drano oh <laughs> why'd they sell this in the store <laughs> do you want to um well, this is probably pretty hoppy anyway. Yes, so. yeah. I mean, I was thinking, I was thinking that this was the saison, but this isn't the saison. We're not drinking that tonight. This is Angelica, a New England wheat. A New from, England wheat. This, this was new. Lord Hobo. Let's do it. Let's break up the IPAs. The New England with wheat. a New England wheat. <laughs> All right, Lord Hobo. Let's see what you got. I mean, we've been very impressed with Lord Hobo. I do love me some boom sauce. Mm-hmm. So, they call it a New England take on a classic beer style. I don't think it's a take on a classic beer style. <laughs> Just be my guess. All right. Do you want to, do you want to mix up? Is, is there any uh, stuff at the bottom there? It's already too late. You can pour a little bit back in. Okay. Just want to see. Uh, yeah, there's oh, definitely it's good. more murky. There yeah. you go. There's the goop. Okay, so we got in all the yeast that was at the bottom there, or a good amount of it. Uh, so yeah, you as you might expect, it's cloudy. Uh, <laughs> it's a um, it's a wheat beer. So and and, and we expect the, these to be mid mid half. So we. Want to yeah. get these the 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 yeast at the bottom of the can in there? Actually, I was drinking hoppy wheats last night. Mm-hmm. Was that? We were out Mad Max, Lagunitas' brewery of the month, and they had a little something something. And uh, it's the only beer I drank last night. Huh? Like that is very unusual for me. I had you know we've talked about this recently, right? Where. I have a beer. It's pretty good, but I move on to the next thing, and I'm inevitably disappointed. Right. I had that little something something last night. I'm like, I'm gonna stick with that. It's a good beer, and I had a little something something is a good beer. I stuck with it last night, and yeah, it was tasty as hell. So the color is is like a Northeast IPA. It's it's got that sort of whiteness. Five point five percent alcohol by volume. It actually, yeah, it has kind of it's on that more milky side, right? It actually looks like maybe. It's hard, right? Because we got New England in the front part of the title and wheat beer in the back end right. of the title. But, you know, if we're looking at the wheat beer part, this kind of has like a bit of a Hoogarden, like a wit beer mm-hmm. type like lightness to it. Now, recently uh, I was at a store uh, Tuesday night. I, Tuesday I came in. I was tired as hell and I went to sleep when I got home, like at 2 o'clock. Woke up at like 10. It's like, I got to have some beer. <laughs> went to the Giant Eagle, the get-go. 
that's about 10 miles from me, but it's open till 2 a.m. You get beer till 2 a.m. Okay. And uh, among the beer that was there that I was like, mm, what do I want to get? I got something. I forget what I got. I got some IPA, and then I also was like, mm, there's Hogarden. There's Hogarden. I'll get that. It's mm-hmm. been a while. Right. It's still it's very good. Early. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it's sort of lighter than I remember. Okay. Um, so I'll be interested to see how this, this takes with place. Now, the, oh, yeah, I wouldn't compare this to a whipbeer. The, the, the immediate aroma we're getting is very hoppy, uh, kind of gumblehead like in, in terms of like, and gumblehead is, is, because I remember the first time we smelled that and I was like, oh my God, mm-hmm. this is a wheat beer with yeah. huge hoppiness. So that's, that's still stuck in my head. I don't even remember what gumblehead actually smelled like other than it was a wheat beer with big hops. Yeah. Well, it was, it was something we were seeking out because we were looking for that combination mm-hmm. and actually it must be weeded ipa season because something something's out east end here in pittsburgh has wheat hop out right now and uh so like seeing a lot of it the... or it that trends on an uptick which is something i've always liked i've always liked weeded ipas yeah. i thought they brought something to the table hazy's might i mean yeah the, the, the northeast seems Hazy, to, to hazy's might bring that better in yeah. a lot of cases but it's also a bit of a throwback to, to get Weed Hop again and to get, you know... Well, ahead. this then is sort of the, the combination of, yeah. of them. You you get essentially... You know, this is a place that makes hazy IPAs. Or at least they... I mean, I mean Boom Sauce isn't quite hazy. It, it's, it's hazy. It's it, not it's, in Northeast. It's, it's it's hazy in the Heady Topper kind of hazy. You're right, yeah. Right? The Hop Polyphenol yeah. kind of hazy. Not in the, the murky Trillium kind of hazy right. way. Not, or... or or I mean the the, the thing I, I go back to is is Brew Gentleman that that to me they may be archetypical. Well, they're it's because you're a hometown boy. Yes, perhaps. <laughs> I mean, it's perhaps it's because I can get them whenever I want, uh, and and they are like I think one of the top. Yeah, I mean Lou was Lou is still like in my mind. Is, yeah. <sighs> All right, let's let's dig on to this beer because this might actually be different. You know, being a New England wheat. You know, right. So I'm hoping. That they managed to suce out like a significant distinction mm-hmm. from a Northeast IPA. Well, one thing I noticed this is five point five percent. That's that's pretty low for a Northeast IPA, right? They're usually around seven. Mm-hmm. So, um, so you could be getting this. I mean, five point five percent is not still what I would call sessionable, but it's more sessionable than a seven percent. So, so on the aroma. Take a whiff of this, you know, and what you expect from a New England IPA is maybe it's kind of like orange peel, mm-hmm. orange zest. This one actually, because of the, probably because of the weed, it comes across more like lemon zest. Yeah. You know, there's a little more lemon pith, lemon zest in the nose, but it still has, it's kind of the same smell you're expecting, but just twisted a little bit more towards that lemon zestiness. But other than that, it kind of has those other notes of New England IPA, that kind of soft, mm-hmm. malt, wheat, haziness, whatever. Give it a taste. I just tasted it, and it's it's different enough qualitatively so that there's there's, there's something there's else a, going on. There's a big tang to it. Mm-hmm. it. That lemon, that wheat tang. Oh, wow. Okay. Late in the aftertaste. It really becomes wheated. It really comes across as... The yeast is starting to make itself known, which is not something that most 
Northeast IPA is, I mean, the yeast is there and, and it plays a role. Like the different different yeasts play a role, but the yeast, the yeast or the wheat, the wheat malt character really comes across rustic. It comes across. We've only had this a few times, where it comes across kind of like um, I don't want to say crack corn, but like crack, like I don't know what it is, like. This are, I'm, it, I'm thinking like like red wheat or winter wheat, like something different than just regular wheat. There's you know? almost a kind of coarseness to the texture, yeah. which is interesting for you know, northeast style, where you mm-hmm. where all of that is kind of buttressed and and yeah. and and, uh, and faded away. So it, it gains a kind of coarseness at the end. Yeah. So at the beginning of the taste, you're really getting kind of a lemony, almost like lemon drop hops. You know, you're getting, mm-hmm. you know, this kind yeah. of lighter IPA. May not, and it really doesn't have kind of a haze. It doesn't have a haze creaminess to it. Right, right. You know, so you're getting this kind of lemon drop type IPA, and then, you know, in the late aftertaste, you really get this kind of rustic wheat character that really just has these lovely little folds and, and nuances to it. You may even say they're terry folds. <laughs> this beer is called Angelica, so think of much more uh, angelic things. The on the label it has kind of angel wings and wheat stalks and hops. You tear me up? I can turn you up. Oh, you suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously? The last five titles of the show? <laughs> Seriously? Exactly. <laughs> you stopped suggesting titles, so now you just gotta see where this goes. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm curious. I mean, at a certain point, I'm gonna stop being curious and start being angry. <laughs> That's okay. I have a plan. Okay. I don't know if it's gonna be, I don't know if it's a good plan, but I have a plan, so let's. As long as you have a plan. Enough of that. <laughs> no more level for you, sir. All right, so Angelica, like, what do you think about this? I, as as a as a vaguely sessionable Northeast IPA, I get it. I mean, but, I, but I'm going to go for for the Northeast IPA every time over this, right? It's like I'm. It, it's. I think it's really interesting, and I think it's a way to to play around. I don't know if they've they've found something yet. I feel like yeah, I, that's that's what I'm thinking. I don't think this is distinctly you unique enough to to really t- to be a go to. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, this or boom sauce. I'm picking boom sauce. Yes, for sure, sure. Um, but this or a little something something. I think I'm picking a little something something. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 
Wait, I mean, is this or, or Hogarten? I'd pick this. Yeah, but that's well, that's not really in the comparison. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm going to go for the Northeast IPA. I think every time over this, regardless of the fact that it's about it's going to probably be about two percent alcohol. I just will drink less of it. Um, yeah. Uh, that that kind of rustic wheat character, I really like. Oh wow, look at that in the first sip. Got acclimated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it yeah. Really, it's not popping like it did. If it continued to pop, if you continue like like our favorite cream ales, right? right, where they get that cracked corn character that's so interesting. Remember that crowler I brought home from Nashville or um, some town between Nashville mm-hmm, and Nashville mm-hmm. wasn't it? Knoxville, Knoxville, I think. Um, you know, I can still remember that beer. And I still remember yeah. digging into that rusticness of the corn. Every time I go to a, to a, to a brewery that has a, a Camille on tap, I ask for a taste. Cause, and almost always I say, no, trying something different, because almost always you get the cream corn. But occasionally you get ones yeah. that they pick it up. But, yeah, I mean, I think this is this is Lord Hobo Angelica New England Wheat. I think this is an interesting attempt and sort of a throw a, throw through at the wall and see if it sticks. Mm-hmm. I don't think this will stick, because I don't think that there's anything really here that that the Northeast IPAs aren't bringing out. Uh, and yeah, I mean, if, if, if all we had was weeded IPAs, then I probably would be at a different place. Like if I had this like five years ago or 10, you know, 10 years ago, Mm -hmm. I would have been like, you know, this is revolutionary. Right. But it's kind of, it's, it's, it's a lesser of the state of the art and it's, you know, retreading some things you know it just it, it it's a weird fit in today's market mm-hmm. but i applaud them for the attempt yeah i was excited to try it for sure and the beer was i mean it's not a it's not a ill-gotten beer you know it's not messed up or anything right like yeah that, so yeah this is canned on uh 420 420 hey there's an elephant walking through the studio. A baby elephant. Aw, it's so cute. Well, you guys what? know what that means. What's he holding in this trunk? Why, it's 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 a certificate. Let me read the certificate. Oh. Give me... Here's a peanut. Thank you. Oh. Okay. <clears throat> it says, Hey, you who grabbed the certificate. Well, that was really specific. <laughs> Very fortuitous. <laughs> Insightful. When you want to buy something, where do you go? Well, I mean, there's a bunch of places, but, I mean, let me read further. I mean online. Oh, okay. Online. Yeah, Amazon.com is generally where I would go. Don't go to Amazon.com. Why not? Because if you go to craftbeerradio.com slash Amazon, you support your favorite podcast. The best podcast. That's really what it says. That's that's remarkable. It is probably my favorite podcast because I'm on it. Uh, You don't spend any more. You end up supporting the show, and isn't that awesome? What else does it say at the end there? Uh, I can't read it. The fine print's really small. Here, I'm going to give you a scroll. Maybe you can take more closer. Stop drinking so many fucking hazy IPAs. Oh, okay. It's a mean little elephant. Well, sorry, you're going to hate this show. <laughs> Craftbeerradio.com slash Amazon. Thank you. 
elephant has a potty mouth. Or someone put in, in, in his in his trunk, someone put the certificate. I don't think he wrote it. I could be wrong. Elephants are intelligent. Oh, I don't I don't doubt they're intelligent. That was a do many intel do many I mean I don't know many baby elephants who know about the show and dis- dislike hazy IPAs. It just it seemed like a stretch. He had earbuds in. He's probably listening to the beerist or something. They they were Apple earbuds too. I saw so many of those in New York. Mm-hmm. I saw that all everywhere. People were wearing those those Apple earbuds. See, it's okay. the first place I've ever seen like more than one person in a crowd wear those those ridiculous Apple earbuds. Huh. I mean, I've seen I've seen a pretty good. Well, it's the tyranny of the default, right? It most people, or do you think New York Special where it's a status symbol? Uh, I think it is. Hmm. That you know, oh, they gave me earbuds. I'm going to use them until they. No, break. You, you have to buy them separately. They're not part of. They don't come with your phone. They don't. No, they're like two hundred or hundred bucks. Oh, you, your pods? You mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you meant. Your, I thought you just meant. No, no, no. I mean the the remote ones. Oh, the AirPods. Yeah. Okay. I thought you meant the earpods, the wired ones that come with your phone. No. They still come with your phone, right? Yes. Okay. No AirPods is what I'm talking yes. about. Yeah. Okay. I saw so many people wearing those AirPods. They're probably so, pretty good for wireless headphones. Maybe? I can't wear... I, I Well, I I don't know about the AirPods, but... Like, the... This post-show stuff. My ear is ill-shapen mm. for... To hold the Apple things. I need the ones that kind of have the silicone jackets and stick in your yeah, ear yeah. now, so... What do we have? What are, what are we drinking? We are drinking... Llama Drama! Llama drama. Llama drama. From Fifth Hammer. So, have we heard of Fifth Hammer before? We've not heard of Fifth Hammer. It has the Empire State Building on their label, logo. So I guess they're in New York. This is 7.2% alkali volume, dry hop with mosaic and palisade. Look at the yeast. Double dry hop, I should say. Double dry It's a theme. Yes, but look at the yeast. What does the yeast say? London fog. Yeah, I've seen that before. Have you seen in, London in hazy? Fog? In hazy, okay. what? London, but yeah, yeah. But okay. people, I, 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 was people in London call it London. Oh, okay. Really? Yes. That when I was there. And I've always heard English people pronounce that D with the uh, they put an accent on the D. Uh, but yeah, I've seen London Fog being used as a yeast before in okay. uh, Hazy. So okay, so um, Fifth Hammer. In fact, they're, they're you can find them right here. They're, they have a map. Oh, look at that! They're on a grid. Where well, it's it's Manhattan. It's a grid. As well as one cool thing about walking around in Manhattan, no matter where you go. It's a grid, so that means you can sort of see that there's ten blocks in any direction of city. It, like here in Pittsburgh, for example, mm-hmm. you can walk about five blocks and you're going to hit the edge of something. Mm-hmm. Um, in New York, it's just endless. It just feels like yeah. there's city after city after city, and it's all vertical, and it's all on this grid. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. 
it's it's fun. It's I mean, a, the, it's the such time... a different and and cool city. Like London was really cool, right? But it does not have that grid thing going on. For okay. It. Right. There, there there's a there's a real. I mean, there's that thing about just you can see like ten, fifteen blocks in that direction, and in the other direction, it's like it's city there, it's city there, it's just. It I'm with you. I'm with you. It's it's a fun fun place to visit. I've, I've been there three times. I've tried to make the most out of all my visits. Mm-hmm. All right, so Lama Drama bright. from Fifth Hammer. They call it a New England-style IPA, or India Pale Ale, I should say. It has a lighter haze to it. It's not quite milky-murky, but it's definitely hazy. Head, no retention on this thing. <laughs> what I really like about this, even more than, than, than the grid, is that they also tell you what subway lines to use to oh. get there. Oh, that's awesome, actually. <laughs> they show you where the stops are, and like there's the seven, and there's. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so they tell, yeah, they give you the three closest subway stops. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's pretty bright. It, it's it's bright on the nose, brighter than the other one so far. Yeah, bright in a almost like candied orange. Yeah. Um, there might be a touch of berries coming off of this thing. A little bit. So this is the ninth of May, and this is canned. This is real fresh. This is oh, two yeah. weeks. If you give it a quick swirl, berries burst out of this thing. kind of berries um I don't know <laughs> poison and gooseberries elderberries no um it's kind of a little or probably like a raspberry blueberry mostly raspberry a little bit of blueberry kind of a light spring mix maybe with some yogurt you know because of the whole haze thing giving it that creaminess I can see that didn't yeah. mean to infer any kind of lacticness but more no yeah yeah, more yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with you Yeah, like a berry yogurt or something mm. like that. It's just the aroma he's talking about, mm-hmm. not the flavor. Um, Berryness kind of qu- carries through. I wonder if that's a palisade quality. Um, yeah, it kind of has that berry yogurt type berry application again. Hmm. That's neat. That is neat. A little... um. I got something kind of on, on on the savory side. I'm trying to figure out what that is. Bitterness is starting to stack up a little bit on this one. Hmm. Can't quite place it. Walnut spit? <laughs> I wouldn't know, unfortunately. No. Not that I wouldn't try it, especially <laughs> if it was a delicacy somewhere. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, hey, I've had cod sperm before. Um... But there's something, there's some kind of savory aspect that's reminding me of some sort of herb, a cooked herb. Okay. Uh, and, and I'm not quite pulling it down. There's um, a little bit of dried sage or something like that. Is that what it might be? Is that what it is? 
Mm. Definitely dried as opposed to fresh. Not really getting cooked so much, but I mean, if if you said what herb is in here, you have ten seconds. I'm going with dried sage. Okay. That's sort of the, the berry stuff is now giving way to more of that flavor. Maybe because I'm concentrating on trying to figure mm-hmm. out what it is. So let me stop doing that and 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 try to go back to uh, just just analyzing it without that as much as I can. There's like an orange pith in there along with the berries. One of the uh, this reminds me of an experiment I had when I was a child, where you know, um, I can't. I'm trying to remember why. Okay, you have your morning cereal, right? I don't remember what cereal it was. But I'm like, what happens if I do a milk and orange juice blend in my cereal? It's not so great, mm-hmm. but it reminds me a little bit. Yeah, part of the unfortunate part of this is I'm sort of tasting something that kind of comes across as canned, like almost a canned green bean thing. And okay, my point is that it's not as bright as some of the other ones mm-hmm. have been and because bitterness that, is stacking up like like there's a, there's a weight on my tongue drinking through this hmm. maybe I just need a palate cleanser maybe we'll you know what we'll do the rest of the Keller beer yeah, before we go into the last beer idea hmm. listeners I will be out in the Redmond, Seattle area uh, for a while. I will be out there from June 4th to June 13th. So um, if you would like to meet up or something, drop me a note. Definitely, you know, if you can, meet up with John. He's out there. He's great. Oh, I'm definitely going to ping John because, yeah, he's, he's you know, he's, he's been a, you know, awesome listener and took the time to hang out with you, mm-hmm. drop some beers last time I was out there, so I need to uh, repay the sentiment for sure. Anyone else out in Seattle and you got some time, ping me. Heather might be coming out for the weekend, the like whatever, the 11th, 11th, 12th or whatever, so we'd be looking for you know something to do. Where are the kids going to be? Grandparents? Grandparents, yeah. We were thinking about taking the kids out, it just... It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money to fly all those people, and there wasn't enough time. And trying to turn it into a full blown vacation on short notice yeah. was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a long flight for the kids to go through. They really want to go on an airplane, but uh, I think we should do something shorter. My cousin's a pilot, so we can get buddy passes on the Southwest. So, like, some place where you can get a direct flight. New on... York was an hour 15. Right. Do that. But. On Southwest, someplace with a direct connect, right? Like, like they, they what, fly- Guardia isn't a direct connect. It might be, but they do like fifteen flights to Chicago every day, right? So, like, easy place to get to. Sure, because buddy passes are yeah. You only fly if there's empty seats mm. after everyone's on board, and any Southwest employee who wants to fly is on board. You know, you're at the end of the line. Uh, Tuesday's flight back from New York was was not exactly a full flight, so I'm yeah. expecting midweek. I mean, Friday's flight was full, mm-hmm. but yeah, 
Yeah, so we want to take the kids somewhere. We'll probably use those buddy passes. Okay, let's taste some of that Keller beer first. Let's, That's a good idea. Let's get some. Uh, let's get some palate cleansing on. Did you stop at any? So what? What was the uh, the place where you got all these cans? Do you remember? It's in the receipt I sent you. Um, was it just like a bodega or a beer store? Or? It was called Good Beer. Okay. Uh, it was close to where we had the ramen, so that's why, you know, it was there. But it, it was in the East Village, which is a fun. I mean, there are other there are places you can walk all around New York City, right? But then mm-hmm. th- this was a more clean and fun place to walk than most of the other places that I'd been uh, that time. It reminded me a little bit of like Soho. It's it's a mm-hmm. nice area. Sure. Um. Let's see here. Look for, looking for this receipt while I'm looking. <laughs> nah, don't worry about it. I just thought we could fill some time with your travels while we drank the Keller beer to cleanse our palate. Oh, it's, it's just called Good Beer. Here it is. Um, it's called Good Beer. It's a four twenty second four four two two East Ninth Street. Uh, between 9th and uh, 1st. Prices were not that bad. Yeah. It, it makes me think that Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania is giving us a raw deal. Well, we've we've known that. I know, but man, you would think Manhattan prices would be on par with stupid Pennsylvania taxes. And they're not. <laughs> the people there were, were great and really receptive. And, and uh, like when I asked... First, the person behind the counter was wearing a McKellar shirt, so I was like, well, they wouldn't mind if I asked them how old this McKellar is, mm-hmm. which is our next beer. Right. And they said it came in that week. So I was like, okay. Because it, it doesn't have a date label, and that mm-hmm. was why I was, I was like concerned, but I was like, it's a McKellar beer, so it's probably good. But I did want to know when it came in. Oh, look at that. Brewed and canned by McKellar SD, San Diego, California. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so this is called Windy Hill. Windy Hill. 7% alcohol by volume, 70 IBU. Um, they're going to have a, I think this may be the first one, but they're going to have a rotating hop in it. This is, I think, the first one, and they don't tell me which hop it is. No, so. well, good thing they're rotating them. That's really going to help educate Inform and be generally useful. Pour is like you would expect. Uh, an IPA to pour. It's got that whiteness to it that I like to see. It's very hazy. It's got a nice head to it. I don't think I knew that McKellar had a brewery in San Diego. And now you know. Now I know. I was going to... You know it's half the battle? Knowing. Knowing. That's what G.I. Joe says anyway. I know. I know. I know. So you do know. I, I knew that. Mmm. <laughs> I smell very tropical stuff. Papaya. Guava even. My my nose isn't quite as opened up on this one. Let's see. 
papaya. I, yeah, I can get the papaya. Same thing. I just I just offered it to Jeff to see if there was any difference. Oh, I can smell this, Craig. <laughs> it smells good. It's a nice smell, but I can't smell the beer. When somebody says you have a smell, regardless of what they sell you, say it's it's good or bad. It's something that you're like, God damn it! I don't want to smell like anything. I know you get you you get angry or upset. Or I get upset. It's not angry. I mean, I'm angry at me, not no. you. <laughs> God damn it! I tried so hard. It's it's not a problem. It's a clean smell. It's it, it it's it's a it's I know you've changed your products and maybe the Greg smell changes but it's definitely a product smell okay. or, or you exude like herbs and spices or something <laughs> like botanicals and <laughs> it's it's it turns out I am a spice <laughs> no I mean just just to let you know it is not like a body smell it is a product smell and i know you said you've changed your things maybe the greg smell has changed maybe you know i don't know but when you give me your glass late in the day i'm like i'm gonna smell i'm gonna smell greg so weird like there there have been a few shows and it's gonna happen where i've smelled you because you've been working outside or something like that and i smell jeff mixed with you know jet Precipitate of Jeff, yeah, and that's so not. Mine. You smell like any anything that doesn't seem like the beer. No, no, no. I don't smell that at all. But you know, so that's what I think of yeah. when when, when, when yeah, I hear no, that. It's it's not, it's not that. I apologize if you ever thought I meant it was. And, like... and, and you've been very clear before that that's not. Yeah. It it still doesn't make it. It still <laughs> it's it still hits me like. In a way that makes me insecure, even though it shouldn't, and and I, you're not doing anything wrong by by mentioning it. Uh, it it's yeah. just it's like, man, what can I do? <laughs> just don't give me your glass. That's the easiest thing. But then we can't do the. Sometimes we do need to do a blendy blend. We do, we do. Now I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. I need I need a smell of vision to figure out where the smell right. coming. I need from. we need positive pressure in this yeah. room. Maybe let, let me start smelling different parts of you <laughs> and see. All right. And see where the smell's coming from. Oh, uh, let's hope it doesn't go below the waist, because then if it does, <laughs> but you usually don't stick the glass down there, right? You, but but if usually. if there's so, usually if there's something that that is migrating, it's a problem. It, but like I said, it's not biological. It is definitely product. Product. God. Here, let me let me smell your glass. See, I really don't like if I smell the outside. Do you, do you shave like before the show? No, I didn't no. shave at all. I shaved yesterday. It seems like it's inside the bowl. What kind of lip balm do you use? I don't like use any lip balm. Manly lumberjack lip balm? No. No, I I, I used Dove soap <laughs> and like pert shampoo, hmm. rosemary. It's not, it's uh, mint rose, shampoo. It's not rosemary mint, that's for sure. Because I know that that's what that's what I should smell like right now. Just... Yeah. Ah well. 
Maybe you just exude a wonderful smell. <laughs> uh, I, I doubt it's wonderful. Anyway. There's one part of you that exudes like awesomeness. <laughs> the beer is, is Windy Hill. The brewer is McKellar Brewing San Diego. It's their San Diego brewery. Hazy IPA. Uh, smells tropical. Mm-hmm. And Greg. Because... Mm. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good pineapple there. Yeah, a real nice tropical, smooth. Yeah. You're like, I'm not low. I mean, it seems like you're much more engaged with this beer than I am. I'm tasting kind of a. If anything, it's pineapple. It's like licking the outside of the pineapple. It's kind huh. of, it's kind of fibrous or pithy or chalky. It's um, you know, no. Let me drink your. That's let me, good pineapple meat. Let me, let me drink from the Greggy glass. All right. No, same thing. Yeah, I'm tasting like a minerally chalky limestone like main like thing. That's the main. When you say that, uh, you know, it's twisting my way, and I'm like, okay, I can see where you're coming from. But for me, that's like that's like the 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 major thing. Hmm. I dig it. To me, that this tastes like it's a galaxy hop, like uh, probably all the way. Okay. Um, it's it, it's one of Galaxy or Mosaic. It's one of the two, uh, and I'm not sure which one. Because uh, Galaxy usually goes in like a guava direction. That's sort mm-hmm. of what I'm smelling, but Mosaic, pure Mosaic, can go into a lot of different directions. But one of the primary things is pineapple, and so I'm getting a lot of pineapple here. So I'm not. Quite sure whether it's mosaic or 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 galaxy I'm getting, but I th- I'm pretty nailed into believing that it's one of the two. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. I'm getting getting. I'm tuned to a different different frequency. Mm-hmm. Um, let me let me try to get past the main flavor and see if I'm getting any kind of tropical. This is like right on the money for me. This is like, okay. yeah, this is this is kind of kind of nailing it. It's kind of hitting all those notes that I like. I know where you're getting the, those other things, but I think mm-hmm. those just sort of add to the New England quality of it. Okay, yeah. So I took a sip that time, and I'm looking for it. It's almost it reminds me of like when you're, you know, at a restaurant drinking. Like, imagine they had. Pineapple fountain drink, right? But the pineapple syrup's out, so you're getting like just the dregs of the pineapple syrup and mostly the fountain drink, you know. So it's like very dilute and and kind of bitter. Yeah, turn up the uh, the actual. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely not getting coconut. 
you're the one that digs this beer, so talk it up. I get a lot of pineapple. Um, like that's the primary flavor I'm getting. And around it, I would agree there's some sort of mineraliness, but I feel like that's sort of coming from the uh, the just the rest of the beer asserting itself in some way. Like the maltiness in, in, in a Northeast IPA is not super big. So here it's kind of asserting itself in somewhat of a minerally way. But it's more just like um, pineapple juice on a marble surface. <laughs> Licking pineapples off of a, a marble slab. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to, you know, a wooden or a, or a mm-hmm. salt slab sure, or something sure. like that. Very drinkable to me. And uh, really kind of hits the spot. That's so weird that we're tasting this one so differently. It's not bottle stratification or can stratification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, this one's so bland to me. It's like, huh. you know, I'm, like, it's... I agree that it's bland in the sense that, in in the sense that it's it's kind of one note-ish, but I'm I'm but, enjoying the one note. It kind of feels like a like a like a pinnacle like like a pineapple cocktail. I'm, I'm looking for your story. I'm looking for those flavors, and if I get them, they're like so muted and so bland. They're not and, really muted to me. I mean, yeah. I think this is big pineapple. This is yeah, a lot it, of pineapple here. It's weird that we're tasting this one so differently. Yeah. Yeah, for for me this one's just but more boring and meh and and underwhelming. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, this is the end of the show, which means it's time to rank. Do you have your your rankings ready? Uh, ready? No. Do you, are are you close? Uh, I could get there. I'm not. About 10 seconds. 15 seconds. Mm. Uh, I'm curious what you say. Maybe that'll help me figure it out. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you're going to put the meth killer very high, and I'm going to put it very low. Yes. Well, that that we know. <laughs> I might even put the peanut butter beer in front of the meth killer. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. shocking to me. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what llama drama tastes like. Llama drama sounds pretty good. (laughs) What does it taste like? Here, take a sip. I thought we were pooping on it a little bit, but that sip I just took was pretty good. They're all the same. I can't tell the difference. This is the problem with doing it a lot of my VAs on the show. Um, okay. Kind of kind of tastes like piss. <laughs> <laughs> Joke. Joke. All right. I... Yeah, I'm going to put the McKellar in last place, Greg. Okay. Uh, because all I got was a chalky, minerally underwhelming beer. I could not pull your story of pineapples. I tried. I tried. I just couldn't get there. And then I'm going to put the Finn back in second to last place. Then the fifth, that would be fifth. 
the Finback had an interesting but befuddling story. Sure. Of peanut butter and what was the other part? There was something else. Oh, the reflux. Uh, the reflux was more of a yes. weird sensation, more so than a. It like didn't have a vomit flavor or anything, but it had this weird burny sensation in the back of my tongue. Um, but aside from the don't tell Bernie. Yes. Aside from the peanut butter, have a friend named Bernie. It had um, kind of that haze cream thing going on. It, I think that it, while the peanut butter was confusing, it was a facet to explore where I was not really having much of anything to explore in the McKellar. Um, the top four are pretty tough for me to figure out. I think the Angelica is going to be on the lower end, so I might as well put him in her in fourth place. That was the um, wheat, New England wheat. Which I think if it would have came in a different era of my drinking, I would have been like, oh my god, this is exactly what I want. Mm-hmm. A weeded IPA with, with all this stuff. But now that we have New England IPAs, weeded IPAs are less important. Because they kind of bring a lot of the same kinds of things to right. the table. Right, yeah, okay. I see what you're and saying. New England IPAs generally do it better. Yes. Like if you started comparing Gumball Head or Rat... No, this is from a guy in Pittsburgh who has only had Gumball had enough times I can count them on one hand. But it is a formative beer, so I, it's pretty clear to me what I think it tastes like, and I could be wrong. But if you compare the, start comparing him to New England IPAs. You're not wrong about what you taste. It's what you taste. Right, but it's been, it's been so long since I've had a lot of it's Gumball It's been a while. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, weeded IPAs used to be something I thought was should be big, and then mm-hmm. the thing that actually got big was hazies, which is I mean, like almost better. Better, yes, they are better. Yeah, yes, they kind of skipped the generation. Yeah. Then let's put. Where do I want to put? I think we can go with this. I think I'll put top three are all really close. I'm going to put the Llama Drama in third place. I'm going to put the Single Cut in second place. I'm going to put the Jack's Abbey in first place. Now, why did I do that? The Probably probably part of the reason is palate fatigue. So many hazies. Yeah. The Jack's Abbey differentiated himself tonight. Definitely. So I'm going to put Franconian Craft in first place. Because it, was, it was really nice to have that both in the beginning and also as, like a, as a palate cleanser. Yes. So... And it was great. If 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 we had only one single cut or llama drama or Angelica, I, I might have dropped Jack's Abbey mm-hmm. because I had such a confusing and like and muddled flight tonight. This sticks out. The rose to the top. Out, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna put the single cut ahead of the llama drama because the single cut had that. I enjoyed the juice type character on that. I thought that was very engaging, very drinkable. Llama Drama was also good. Dare I say, in this flight, confusing flight tonight, forgettable, right? I had to taste it again yes. to figure out what it was. Yes. So I liked it. But I mean, I can't that, that, remember it, why. it is weird that, that the, the other ones I can remember a lot about, and the Llama Drama, I can't. Mm-hmm. 
Fifth Hammer is, is, is the name of the brewery. Fifth Hammer. Right. All right. So that's my ranking. Were you able to figure yours out? Yeah, I was able to figure mine out in, in, in a way, and I don't mean this to be necessarily like insulting to you or, or, or say you're wrong, but almost as like a sort of counter. <laughs> um, I agree with your rankings almost 100%, except I'm switching, I'm moving last to first place. Because mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> I really like yeah. the McKellar a lot. But you were I, tasting something that I yes, just couldn't taste. But I think the, the, the other ones are ranked exactly as I would put them. So it goes uh, Finback in last place, Lord Hobo in fifth place, uh, Fifth Hammer in fourth place, Him Cut in third place, Jack Tabby in second place, and McKellar in first place. So just kind of taking yours and, and putting the, the the last place in the first place. Other than that, I'm, I'm, I'm on now. Oh, I mean... I knew you really dug that beer. Mm-hmm. We tried figuring out why I couldn't taste it, but the same it's... reason you smell me. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's it. I guess I've that's never it. heard it from. I will say, a, I never heard it from anybody else, but b, I've never done four hundred sixty-five episodes well, of a I show don't... with somebody. So it's not like you're sitting in this room and I smell you like you know exuding a thing. It's like I asked you. We'll talk about this in the post show. How about okay. that? Okay. Yes, because the main, most of these people don't want to hear about. It. Yes, just well, want to hear about the beers. There, there's your beers. Yes, uh, bears. There's your bears. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Craft Beer Radio. Really do appreciate it. We got a little bit uh, sidetracked tonight. Turn back up. You're up. You're like super. Oh, up. I oh I turned my my volume down. There we are. So to carry on. Made up of mine. Craft Beer Radio is released under the Creative Commons license. You can visit craftbeerradio.com for more for more information. If you'd like to email us, please email. Beer at craftbeerradio.com. Yes. If you want to tweet at us, we are at craftbeerradio, mm-hmm. but I am at Jeff Bear. At C B R G R E G C R Craft. And if you're in the Seattle Bellevue Redmond area, I would love to uh, to meet up with you. Better so. get this one out before this is. <laughs> I'll try. I, can, I probably get. I hope. Now I have. Motivation. Now you have incentive. Yeah. Yes, incentive. Thank you, everybody. Rock on. Thank and, you, White Snake. Yes. Start you know, crawling around on the hood of a Camaro. <laughs> <laughs>